1: It is. It's just like a really weird dream where Mm -hmm. you wake up and you remember certain parts of it, but most of it you've completely forgotten about. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the experience that she's having is very similar to watching this movie and trying to remember what happens later on. It is very hazy. Yeah,
1: Maybe brilliant that way. I don't know. I mean, it does feel like an actual dream that one would have. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I think yeah, I think the movie is overall effective. It's uh, yeah, um, very surreal. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, I, I think lends it tell itself to some different interpretations, but at the same time, I, that little we'll get to the tag at the end. But like,
1: that, oh my god. I
0: think that's pretty suggestive there. What I assume it's, what's going on?
1: <laughs> it's like the most depressing e- ending. Mm-hmm. It's just like mm-hmm. oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a movie that never really got a fair shake on Mm -hmm. home video until arrow put out the blu-ray which looks unbelievable by the way Mm -hmm. yeah and um because i remember it came out on a a double feature vhs with a film called scalps and to fit them both on the same tape they had to cut out like chunks of the movie so i think the cut that i saw for the first time was like an hour and 15 minutes so it cut out a lot of stuff
0: yeah which is unfortunate because i think you need all of this i think you need to get like a better so. sense of it you know
1: yeah some might call it boring or dull <laughs> i find it comforting and abstract uh, and yeah just, and... yes abstract <laughs> abstract
0: like <laughs> <laughs> i love the island setting here it's 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 yeah. great and uh it's very and then there were none agatha christie-esque like one person mm-hmm. gets killed and the next person gets killed and it's just kind of a series of although there's a big weight between the first death and the like the last ones but yeah. oh yeah but yeah it is just kind of exploring this island finding random theaters that just happen to be there and uh,
1: yeah. I, I guess they're
0: doing death of a salesman next week i don't know I'm they have to that. clean up a little bit but yeah. it's
1: held over for <laughs> <Yeah>. 15 weeks
0: <laughs> our town coming in two weeks yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it's like they never really explain like what happened to everybody on the island yeah. why is no one there yeah. it's really just this group and then like the pilot and some random dude who talks to himself while he is gutting fish and we don't even know his name i don't know who who he is he why is he i have a feeling he was put in there to have a death scene earlier in the movie because he has no point in the rest of the film no he has no name personality we don't find his
0: body we don't meet him at all yeah who who is this character he
1: totally had to have been like an afterthought like they just got a grip that was on the Set and they're like oh uh, you're gonna play a part because we've been told that we need a death scene earlier in the movie and he's like "Go okay yeah. i've never acted before <laughs> Alrighty, but okay <laughs> i just have to stand here and gut this fish okay cool yeah
0: yeah i could see that definitely some test screening that didn't yeah maybe go so well or something yeah like um, this movie
1: is too cerebral it's a little too slow we need <laughs> a a new gooey death scene
0: it is very cerebral and i think formative for nightmare on elm street in a lot of ways just with what's going on here yeah
1: some people have said that because you know west craven's script for that was kicking around hollywood around this time because it didn't Mm -hmm. get made until 84 but i think it was written around this time and everyone was rejecting it so some people are like maybe someone read it and then kind of made like did their own thing because i mean there's some similar aspects i guess um there's you know like the the coffee swilling protagonist, Mm -hmm, to no one mm -hmm. believes. And she tries to like burn herself at one point to, you know, stay awake. I mean, there's some similarities, but it kind of does its own thing. I don't even think it would. I, I, I don't think a plagiarism, um, Case would really hold up in court.
0: No, I don't think it's uh, <laughs> plagiarized at all. No, but I do think no. uh, some of similar themes in terms of like definitely uh, having these dreams and not sure if they're real or not. And yet, yeah, like you said, toward the end where she's like trying to stay awake because she doesn't mm-hmm. want the uh, apparently this island is bringing her dreams to life or possibly. No. Uh, but yeah, there, there's similarities. But I I doubt it was super no. intentional um, uh, from the great early 80s again mm,
1: that's just such a magical time
0: it was yes, it's magical it was, it was i don't know what 82. was in the
1: water mm-hmm. but it was some good shit whatever it was yeah
0: yeah i forgot to look up there i mean a lot of good stuff came out in 82 as well i can't off the top of my head uh
1: the seduction I don't. Know. <laughs> the seduction
0: <laughs> slumber party massacre creep show the thing uh, mm-hmm. halloween three season of the witch uh, there's a bunch cat basket case.
1: Uh, oh yeah, yeah.
0: Pieces. pieces, hey. Pieces. Uh,
1: oh, I always thought that was eighty one. Sounds... I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I
0: mean, it might. My... It could be one of those ones that was like open somewhere in eighty one and somewhere else in eighty two. Who knows? Yeah.
1: It played this prestigious film festival. Yeah. <laughs> it played at Cannes and then. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody says it came out that
0: year, but did it? Yeah. yeah. It's...
1: Well, because mo- movies back in the day, like, they would play in a few cities, and then they would, like, they would kind of gather up the prints and send them to other states. Mm-hmm. So, movies were kind of, like, slowly roll- rolled out. Like, it says, like, Halloween was technically released in 78, but I know it didn't get to most places until, like, 79. So, yeah. it's not, it's like, it, so that was the first time it was really shown, but...
0: Yeah, release years are different. often dubious. Uh, yes. in general, um, even something like Scream, which like yeah, technically came out at the end of '96, but like yeah, most people right saw it in '97 and beyond. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because yeah. it took a while to
1: build up an audience. Exactly. There. Yeah, cause, I mean that um, came out like Christmas of '96, yeah, yeah. so that's right at the tail end there. Right so at you, the end you, there. Yeah, you had about 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 a week to see it in '96. <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's really more of a '97 movie. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true i was thinking about that with some of this like the the fear street 94 stuff like how it mm-hmm. feels like it's trying to vibe more with like the the scream era stuff which would have yeah, been like, like 97 90s. really like yeah um, like late 90s um and i watched the have you watched the second
1: part yet i haven't no okay I'm, i just I, i'm gonna get around I, to it but
0: i put it on last night and it's okay i actually liked it a little bit better than the first one but oh good, um, I heard good. mixed things about that but i liked it better Same. than the first one for what it's worth um but it was another similar situation where, like, it's set in 78, and yet it's vibing on all these camp slashers from 80. Yeah, like,
1: more like 80, and it's like, 81, yeah.
0: It's like, what is with the, with the tendency here of setting it, like, these movies two years too yeah, early I if you're going to be really, vibing on it? I don't yeah, get it. Like,
1: is there a reason why they picked the certain dates and then yeah, didn't really quite capture that time? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah really I don't odd. get it.
0: I haven't Weird. watched the last one yet, but...
1: Uh, at some well point. since we were all alive in 1666 we can really <laughs> let let them know what they got right and what really what they nitpick got wrong. here yeah her bonnet was on a little too tight i don't think that was yeah. how it was worn back in the day
0: well i know it's not gonna be like the salem witch trials because that was 1690s so <laughs> yeah you know it's uh, uh i'm curious a to precursor see
1: precursor there
0: yeah yeah uh by the time this airs i probably will have watched it but yeah. um
1: i gotta get around uh, to it
0: they're like two hours long too like why, why who, yeah. who Who decided this was okay i don't know,
1: I don't know. everything's don't know. like super long these these days it's like you want a superhero movie that'll be three and a half hours of your life you'll never get back kid in, like, in calm two calm parts. It down. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like can we just like for first of all i think it, it would make them more money if they split them up into parts that were like 90 something minutes yeah. and then you'd, you'd have to pay to see part two you know in part three right but, right. oh, no, they don't take my advice.
0: And it's weird how people who normally have, like, no attention span are willing to sit through oh, these, yeah. like, three-hour movies. Oh, that's
1: crazy to me. But, like, they yeah. won't sit through, like, a 92-minute, like, dr- drama. They're like, I yeah. can't. It's just people talking. I can't handle yeah. it. I'm like, <laughs> well, okay. I'm like, but it's a shorter movie. But I get it. Like, I've seen some short, short films that are, like, five minutes long that feel like they're 800 years long. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. I get I mean, it it's all about the pacing but um
0: yeah your individual still uh uh, yeah you know uh, the proclivities i guess like what you're interested in you know exactly
1: i mean uh, i i get it but dear lord like let's just let's trim it down i guess maybe because tickets are so much more expensive these these days that they really feel like they have to give you you know a lot of bang for for your buck i Mm -hmm. went to see um in the heights i've never seen the show but I didn't understand why that movie felt like it was fourteen years long. I don't get it. Like it's it's two and a half a- hours long. There's hardly a story and it had like fourteen different endings. I was like, this is like Lord of the Rings all over again. It's like just pick an ending and stick to it and move on. I was like, What is this?
0: Huh. I haven't seen it yet either. Yeah. I've I've listened through the uh, cast recording. Usually, I'm good with cast recordings. Like a lot of yeah. times, I don't even ha- feel like I have to see certain shows because I'm like, you know right, what, yeah. I, I've got the experience enough. But uh. yeah,
1: I mean, it's it. It was. It, I don't know. It was all right. Mm. Every yeah. everyone's like, it's the most amazing movie of all time. I'm like, okay, calm down. It has almost as much plot as Mama Mia. Okay, let's not get crazy. Okay, <laughs> like, good lord, people, calm it down. At least it has original
0: songs, but yeah. it
1: does. It does. And I thought the direction and the choreography was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. But um. it just didn't grip me you know it didn't at least not yeah. for two and a half hours maybe if it was like right. 90 minutes I'd be like okay fun but it didn't need to be that long
0: yeah like why I understand when they take stage musicals and adapt them for the for film and they cut them down because yeah it's boring like if you just exactly. to do a direct adaptation it's like uh, nobody wants to sit there it, it's different when you're in the theater and you're like interacting with yeah. the audience and you know the people on the stage and everything but mm-hmm.
1: I yeah, know. So there's much like gets like lost. I don't really fault movies when they cut songs or do things no. like that. I mean, if it works, like Chicago, it cuts a lot of yeah. stuff, and it yeah. and some of that stuff is really good. Like, there's some really yeah. great songs that are not in the movie. But yeah. for the pacing of the film, I think it's great. So yeah, I say they did a good a good job. So
0: like, if you want to see class, there's a deleted scene with them saying exactly. class You know It's, exactly. like, it's out there.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's true. Whatever yeah, happened a, to class? <laughs> whatever, whatever happened
1: uh... Good m- movies with yeah, nice run movies. times <laughs> and, and pee breaks. <laughs> Why is it every film now? <laughs> it's a kick in the ass. <laughs> whatever happened to class? Class. Class.
0: <laughs> what else is new? How's your film going?
1: You know, it's editing. It's cutting together. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's surprising me in some very lovely ways. So that's always mm-hmm. good. I'm always good. Ha- happy about that. Good. So I'm super excited. I-, I hope to have at least like a rough cut by the end of next month so I can kind of proceed from there, see if we have to do any reshoots. I hate reshoots. They're so annoying. Mm. And, uh, and uh, i'm just ho- hoping that if we do it won't be so fucking hot outside because i hate the heat um
0: otherwise you know uh we got some child's play clips that look pretty interesting yes, and, promising
1: uh, very promising. Yeah. i'm just i'm just so happy they're bringing back both andy and kyle i think mm-hmm. that's going to be so much fun and i i get the feeling like it's not just little cameos it's going to be you know full on char- character arcs and stuff
0: yeah Well, I read that the protagonist is a gay teen, too, which is unheard of. Like, I can't think of any, like, major horror film slash series with a gay male lead. Like, really, still. Don
1: Mancini's just bringing it it again. Yeah, yeah. God bless him. I mean, really. He's just, he just knows, he understands the assignment, you know? He does.
0: Yeah, it's... To some degree, you always know what you're going to get, but at the same time, he always switches it up enough that it yeah. still feels fresh. And, um, I love that about him. They described this as kind of going back to the horror roots or whatever, so I assume it's going to be kind of like Curse, which was kind of like oh, yeah. straightforward, but then also had some uh, family members in it that kind of you know uh, connected it to the other films as well.
1: Yeah, um, I heard something we'll about how um, he said that it seems like Part 2 has been kind of a fan- favorite so he wanted to get mm-hmm. the dolls look just like that and he wanted mm-hmm. to bring them back to kind of make it more like that and i'm like well that is wonderful news i'm excited as, about that
0: as long as jennifer tilly gets some stuff to do i will be happy <laughs>
1: she's been on set for a while so i'm assuming it's yeah, not just I like assume. she comes in and is like hello and then just like leaves you know <laughs> yeah that would suck so bad i'm genuinely um, excited about this freaking show i, I am i'm
0: Kind of which more is... excited about this than I am Halloween or <laughs> yeah, know, Scream, me actually. Right,
1: me too. I think only because, you know, there have been some parts of the Child's Play fr- franchise that are better than others, but I would never mm-hmm. say that there's one that's completely unredeemable. Unre- right. You right. know? So yeah. I know they're going to bring it and they're going to try yeah. their best, which is what I love about this franchise. And. It's to see this as a series. I think it's just going to be so interesting because I I, I mm-hmm. don't know exactly what they're going to do, and it's it's yeah. thrilling.
0: A lot of big properties coming up here. Um, we got you know Candyman coming up next month, and uh, uh, Halloween of course, and yeah. Child's Play, and uh, Scream uh, in January, I guess. And uh,
1: so I, I just discovered that they're not just doing a Hellraiser TV show; they're also remaking the movie too.
0: I There's heard like something about that. Different ones. Two different I'm like, projects, That's
1: so confusing.
0: That's strange. I don't.
1: That's just ridiculous.
0: As if this franchise wasn't convoluted enough, let's have like two <laughs> things going on at once here. and a oh, movie God. at the same time. Jesus, Christ. and they're going to be
1: completely different, I'm sure, and it's just going to be what oh, is happening. That...
0: Um, that franchise
1: but speaking of scream so i watched a video because these Mm -hmm. youtube conspiracy theory things are so funny you know how they posted that picture of ghostface from the editing room Mm -hmm. well they were like so this image has a blue tint and there was a blue tint in the opening scene of the first scream with Drew Barrymore so i've concluded that this will be a flashback scene and there's actually three killers and we're just going to find out about the, the the third one in this movie and like there's all these conspiracies. i'm like calm down it's a blue filter like what <laughs> what is wrong with y'all please stop this madness please you're
0: going to hurt no, yourselves i'm sorry there's there's nothing to be discerned by these no. little quote-unquote clues they're giving us other than the yeah. fact that Ghostface is in the movie and yeah, it what? is a movie that exists apparently.
1: <laughs> and it's called Scream? What? Brand new
0: information. Yeah, there's rumors that like some people might be doing like a documentary about Woodsboro yeah. and I heard that. that. I could kind of see that if they're going for that Halloween vibe, which that was the yeah. part that I hated the most about that movie with the, the stupid podcasters. I mean, that wasn't yeah. the only part, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, <There's> a, <laughs> there was a few other like bigger movie. fish to fry <laughs> Yeah, with that one. But, <laughs> but <laughs> it, w- it was one element that it was like, this. this, this why? Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll see what... Uh, I, again, I just n- no idea what to expect from this new movie. I really I, have I just, no idea. It's like you're not bringing back Beltrama. You're not bringing back... Williamson in any notable way. You're not mm. obviously not west Craven because he's you know of course passed. So it's like it, that none of the original people are yeah. back except for the the cast. So we'll see. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I have no idea what to expect. I mean, it's just it's so mysterious, and I I, I sort of hope it stays mysterious. I I hope they don't yeah. come come out with like a trailer that's just like here's all the highlights of the movie in three minutes. You know. And yeah. 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 Like that oh, be, that's no. what they're gonna do.
0: Yeah. I might just not even watch the trailer. We'll see, but... Yeah. I probably will, but... Just I'll give say, us a nice
1: teaser, you know? Like, I yeah. think they should just bring back teasers and just leave it at that. You know, yeah. like, Halloween Kills. The teaser was great. Just leave mm-hmm. it at the teaser, and we'll and, mm-hmm. we'll, and we'll, and we'll, and we'll be fine. You know, but... I don't uh, know.
0: I, I still know what we did last summer. That great, like, therapy <gasps> teaser. That's all we need. It wasn't it, even in the movie, but that's all we need. what?
1: <laughs> People get pissy when they do that. Like, that scene's not even in the movie, but... I think those are the best trailers because they yep. give you a, a a little piece of what it's going to be like, a little idea of the tone of the film, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's all you need to know.
0: Yeah, with without that. spoiling actual scenes, you exactly. just you know get a sense of yeah
1: the the vibe that they're going for. Yeah, bring that you know? back, I say. Oh, and Rob Zombie's doing the monsters.
0: Oh, yeah. That's apparently a thing. Who knows what that's going to be?
1: I'm sort of intrigued by. I don't know. I, am too. I, I almost have a feeling he might pull this off. I just I don't know I why. Think but something about it screams Rob Zombie.
0: <laughs> if he doesn't lean too far into the rednecky, uh, gory. Yeah kind of vibe and still kind of keeps it really campy like parts Mm -hmm. of um house of a thousand corpses and that's uh, what i'm
1: thinking yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. because like that sort of had like a monsters universal backlot kind of a feel so maybe it it could work
0: i'm i'm interested to see how far into like the horror side of things he's gonna go or if he's gonna make it more of a a family friendly you know thing with with it being the monsters and that's um i don't know but yeah i think yeah (laughs) i I want to see
1: a Rob Zombie film for the whole family. I would like to I do see too.
0: <laughs> but also, I think he has mellowed out a little bit in his
1: older Probably. age, but yeah. we'll see. I don't know.
0: Um, and there's, I, I think sometimes, well, a lot of times people get typecast into, you can only do this. And I, I think yeah. there's more, I mean, we saw from, um, uh, help me out, uh, which mm-hmm.
1: movie? Uh, Lord, Lord of Salem. Salem. Lord yes, of Salem. Yes. Yeah, we
0: saw, like, there's more to this guy than Meets the Eye, oh, ab- I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, truthfully, so I would we'll love see. for him to do, like, another, like, weird, like, arty movie like like that. It's just so yeah. bizarre, but mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day.
0: But, yeah, speaking of arty, bizarre, surreal movies, here we are mm-hmm. with Hello, The Slayer. Slayer. That's, oh. Which, what what a fucking name. What the fuck does yeah. it mean? Who knows? But The Beware Slayer.
1: Beware The Slayer. I have a feeling that was, like, a distribution title. Like I, I feel it, like it. It was originally called, like, you know slumber into the d- abyss of glyph lurgen but uh, But then yeah. they're like, that's not going to really sell well. Uh, slashers are really big right now. Let's just call it The Slayer. And they're like, sure. Okay, fine. K's
0: dreamscape or something. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs>
1: the dreams of K. Yes. <laughs> like, who, who the fuck is K? I don't K. know. We already tried Eyes of Laura Mars. Didn't <laughs> it didn't sell very well. It didn't work. And that <laughs> film had Faye and Tommy Lee Jones, and we <laughs> couldn't sell that one. And a rockin' yeah. disco soundtrack.
0: It's true, we are in kind of this like transitional period here where we're kind of mm-hmm. going from the more slow burn, uh, cerebral stuff, which this movie is more in that vibe, but we're going yeah. more towards the kind of fun slasher area, at least getting there here. Yeah, it, um, it
1: is kind of like a weird mix of like that sort of 70s slow burn stuff with mm-hmm. slasher stuff, yeah.
0: Slasher stuff, yeah. Yeah, even the slashers are a little bit slower still. Like they haven't quite gotten to the the full out like. Mm-hmm. But by the time you get to the mid '80s, it's almost more like parody type stuff. Like uh, oh, it's ridiculous. About, uh, Jason, Jason Lives, and um, yeah,
1: there's uh, like a kill one, a- every five minutes, and it's just yeah, Slaughter ridiculous. High and stuff like that. Yeah, and Killer Party. Yeah. These
0: like really off the wall, uh, fast paced kind of slashers compared to fast paced compared to the earlier um, ones.
1: The yeah, like if you watch like Prom Night or. Final exam. It's like there's not really a murder until like an hour into the movie. Right. Like, um, hello? <laughs> like, is anyone awake in there? <laughs> Which we could say the same thing for House of Wax, but that was an That's exception. That is true. That is true. That was yeah. bringing it back to mm-hmm. the, the classic days.
0: I think so. I keep meaning to break out that new Blu ray that I got, but I haven't watched it yet.
1: I haven't even bought it yet because I'm a slacker, but uh, it's I'll expensive it. too. You might I wait know. for a
0: sale. I don't know. Exactly.
1: Um, I think I might do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, but this one, directed by J. S. Cardone. This is the second film we've covered by. Uh,
1: oh yes, There we was another the film Stepfather, called The right? Stepfather, the remake, of that course. That apparently I love. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still working out my feelings about that one.
0: I'm amused that you that you love that. Movie. I, I, <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. Why? <laughs> oh God. Um. But then, uh, he also I believe he also did Prom Night, the Prom remake, night remake. which is oh. not good. Oh, it's um, one of
1: the worst you'll ev- ever see
0: and the forsaken which is not very good either and yeah it's, it's kind of gay but otherwise dudes. it's yeah, it's yeah it. otherwise it's uh, i remember uh, some, literally
1: nothing about it i know i saw it but i don't remember yeah i mean it has been like it's, 20 years right but i don't
0: it's got what's his cure smith is that his Keir name yes yeah. yeah, from dawson's creek and, uh, brandon
1: um, fear or F- yeah fair yeah. or whatever yeah.
0: yeah uh and then some movie called shadow zone that i haven't seen but uh so yes quite a storied career here uh written by cardone and william r ewing who's kind of more of a producer i guess he's done like meteor and christmas child i don't know some
1: christmas know, child movies. that sounds delightful yes. what is that about it sounds interesting is it like about like um, a little toy child that i have comes to no life idea I just... it's like a barren couple and they yeah. make a wish up upon a star and then they get a kid for like a a day I don't know. Yes,
0: I, it could be. Hey, it, I pulled it straight from their IMDb page. So who knows? Starring Haley Joel Osment as perfect, the Christmas child.
1: Perfect. <laughs> Haley Joel Osment is the Christmas child.
0: Uh, Okay, so yeah, 1981, well, in 1981, writer-director J.S. Cardone was working at a liquor store, as one does, and mm-hmm. uh, they were attempting to break into the film business, as one does. And uh, so they pitched this idea for the Slayer to producer William R. Ewing, and, uh, they were like, sure. And the International Picture Company, which was this independent studio, uh, based in Atlanta, they agreed to help produce the movie on a budget of approximately $750,000. Not too shabby for a little studio indie movie. I and know, uh, this movie
1: looks amazing for that.
0: It does, yeah. They shot it on Tibby or Tybee Island. I don't know, do you know where that is? It's in, it's, it's like east of Savannah, apparently, in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, I've heard about oh. it, but.
0: I always forget there's, like, little islands down there in the east coast. of.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Georgia's fascinating. It's a fascinating place.
0: Well, I mean, I grew up in Illinois, so it's like there's no body of water near me at all. So I'm always, like, fascinated when there's, like, oh, there's an island down there. Interesting. (laughs) An island in Georgia. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The closest body of water here is up north by Chicago. Yeah, but (laughs) otherwise there's not much. Yeah. Yeah, but then the production company went bankrupt as a lot of these Companies did in the '80s, um, and it was acquired by 21st Century Fox or 21st
1: oh, Century no, Film no. Corporation. Yes, 21st yes, Century Film Film they, Corporation yes. also put out a film called Nightmare, also known as Nightmares in a Damaged Brain.
0: Yes, and that's they the one were, that's fucking weird, right? So it's, bizarre! Oh yeah, my god, yeah.
1: it's it's yeah. an experience. So so they yeah. were putting out some very oddball films, yeah, very yeah. gritty, grainy kind of movies.
0: It got a brief theatrical release in 1982, um, showing in New York City and maybe elsewhere, I don't know. Some, not a whole lot of critic response even since then. Again, this movie's kind of been under the radar for a lot of people, I think. Uh, But uh, all movie wrote, The Slayer boasts some effectively eerie atmosphere and a dark downbeat attitude. Unfortunately, sluggish pacing eliminates the tension that might have been established between the minimal cast and the sinister deserted island setting. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I, yes. I, mean, it's a little slow in places, but I, yeah. I don't think it's that slow. I don't know. I've seen slower movies. Over. I
1: mean, I'm gripped by it, but I like yeah. scenes where people just like walk around in the dark with flashlights. Yeah, if you're I not, find it delightful.
0: If you're not one of those people, then yeah, I, yeah, yeah, sure. Like I, I like that too. You know, but, <laughs> I
1: think it's, um, I think it sort of boosts the atmosphere. But that's just
0: yeah, me. yeah. And there is some quote from this guide called the Horror Film Guide to more than 700 films blah 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 blah, blah. they say director j.s cardone manages to present the overly familiar material with considerable flair considering his low budget and the film does have a genuinely
1: surreal nightmarish quality which I agree that is with. true absolutely yes. it was like i was saying you know it, it, the sort of slower parts i think help create that sort of nightmarish feel yeah i think so know? too yeah so you kind of have to have them
0: yeah, it wouldn't be as gripping. Um. No.
1: I mean, I get why a lot of the, a lot of the people don't like this cuz when it came out on bl- Blu-ray and a lot of people had heard about it like th- through the grapevine for years mm-hmm. and they finally watched it and they and they were like that was kind of slow and boring, like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I I get it. You know, if you're used to something more like a Friday the thir- 13th part 7 or something, you know, like I get it, but Right. It's it's a different kind of a movie.
0: Yeah, I think it does vibe more with that 70s Mm -hmm. slow burn vibe than um, the early 80s here. There's a quote here. It has also received critical attention from film scholars and horror film enthusiasts due to its ambiguous sensibility, which we talked about earlier, um, Mm -hmm. partly because of the narrative being told in a non-chronological order, allowing for multiple mutually exclusive interpretations supported by various elements of the script. Um, Although it's not super. Is it really non-chronological? Like, it's really just just the last... Except for the last scene, which, yeah. you know, I takes mean, place, could be argued takes place in the past. But it's, it's not, not like
1: Memento yeah. or some shit. No, where it's, it's, it's not like
0: Pulp Fiction here. <laughs> you know, we're trying to, yeah. yeah, we're not trying to piece together what's happening here. <laughs> no, uh, They point out that you could kind of interpret what happens here in three different ways. One is that the events are entirely part of a dream or premonition. The other is that there is actually is a monstrous creature. And then the other one is that the characters of Kay or Marsh are responsible for the killings Themselves, mm. um, which I guess yeah. makes
1: sense ish. Um, maybe, yeah, I, I mean, it is interesting that the deaths in this film, the person committing them doesn't look like the creature that we see at the end, it just yeah. looks like a regular person in like a hoodie or something, which it turns out that's what that guy wears. So. It's possible yeah. he's the one killing everybody for most of the movie.
0: You barely get a glimpse of it. You, like, Mm-mm, a lot yeah. of times you don't even see anything. It's just kind of like, right. yeah. This hand, because the first like, death, is, yeah, his hand or something, yeah. The first death is just like, just the head, basically. And yeah, it's, we'll, we'll get to it. But yeah, it was another one that was classified as a video nasty, which I don't understand why. Video because like, there's, nasty. there's hardly any like, severe gore in this. and you could.
1: But when it hits, it, early, it hits but, yeah. hard. I mean, it, it really does. yeah. Like the pitchfork scene, that's um, that's impressive, but yeah, yeah, like I don't know, the video releases were so dark and kind of muddy that you couldn't really tell what was going on most of the time. So, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the um, the hu- the husband's, hu- the husband's death scene. For the longest time, I was like, what? What's happening to him? I don't know what he's he's caught it in is the door. What?
0: what a <laughs> little gruesome when know. you actually see it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, on the Blu-ray, I was like, okay, that's what's happening. He's getting decapitated, yeah. but. Yeah. On the tape, I was like, what happened?
0: Yeah, I don't have a lot of notes for this one, so let's talk through it, I
1: guess. Yeah, here. there's not a lot of plot, so it's really just going to be right. like, you know. um. Right. So there's this woman named Kay, and she's an artist, a very serious artist. And she's been having these dreams where she's, like, seeing this clock ticking, and, and then she's hiding it in a closet, and this creature kind of comes out and, like, pulls her into the darkness and stuff. And her husband's really concerned about her because she started to put her dreams in into her work, and her work, he believes, is sort of suffering because of it, because I guess she was more of a traditional artist, but now she's gone all surreal and... It's yeah. like, is is this going to sell? You know? I guess she's
0: been having these dreams since childhood, too, yes. off and on. Mm-hmm. And uh, she takes pills to help with it. And, and at mm-hmm. some point, he's like, oh, you you won't need these pills on your vacation. I'm uh, like, well, I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's the reason she goes fucking nuts or something. I
1: exactly. Don't know. That means take your meds, folks. Yeah. For a reason. And um and her brother and his wife are taking this trip to this island, this deserted island. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it seems like it's some kind of business trip for him. I think... I can't
0: tell what's going on, yeah. I don't... Because, like, he talks to some guy
1: who has, like, a folder, and he's like, take care of... see you at work or something. I don't know. Hmm. And so... she comes along with her husband to this trip, yeah. and, um... they get to the island, and immediately, like, they're like, there's, there's no one here. And the guy that, um... That was their pilot is kind of a creepy dude, and he's all like, "Yeah, like there's nobody here. It's off season and stuff, and y'all y'all will be the only ones here, you know."
0: The typical harbinger type character, right? Absolutely,
1: and um, and he's and he's like, "You're gonna have to walk a whole mile to the house," and they're like, Mm -hmm. "What? Walk a mile in these shoes? I can't do it. I like sidewalks. Where're the sidewalks?" (laughs) And um. And so then they finally find the house, and on the outside, it looks like a dump. And they're like, oh, great. But then mm-hmm. they get inside, and it's like this beautiful, you know, like wood paneling ev- everywhere. Very 70s. Fully 80s, furnished. You know? Yeah. It's got
0: it's one of those delightful. chairs that I love that you kind of just
1: sink into. Yeah. The, oh, I the love giant cushion yeah. chairs. I love those. Yeah. yeah. We had one of those when I was a kid, and it was like the mm-hmm. favorite. Ch- chair to be in it was like mm. i think we got it from pier one which was very fancy pier bring 1. back those chairs yeah. remember pier one everyone remember when yes. that, that was a thing and so pretty soon there is someone on this island who is killing random people like this guy who guts fish who we've never met we don't know his name he never we shows, shows no back idea. up again.
0: Does he have motivations? Just, we don't know. He, he, we, he, I don't think we he know does. He likes to fish, and somehow he's on this yeah. island, even though nobody else is on this island at all.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Like, So the guy was like, no one's on this island. Well, except for Herb over here, but don't yeah. mind him. He just likes to gut fish. Gut you know? fish. I'm going to gut you like a
0: fish. <laughs>
1: and, and he's killed with, like, a uh, rowing or whatever those things yeah, are you know? one of those
0: yeah one of those ore things yeah Yeah.
1: just split his head right open paddle Ouch. paddle yeah A uh, paddle paddle yes there we go paddle. um i don't know words i um, don't know and, <laughs> and, and so he's the first one to go and we're like we don't really care because we don't know this person and then it just it gets progressively rainier and stormier and Kay goes to sleep and while she's sleeping her husband hears a noise downstairs and he goes it's a long scene where he's just like exploring the house in the dark and he goes into the basement and he sees all this water coming in from this like elevator shaft and he climbs up and opens the door and the door slams on his neck and decapitates him and they drag his body in so there's someone or something lurking about and Kay has this like dream.
0: A bunch of like antique lamps around here too. I don't. know. Yes. Just in the basement. Just saying that. What? Why? Why are they collecting these?
1: Very but odd. Maybe they were. They owned a thrift store. I don't know. Maybe.
0: Don't know. And there's like a uh, yeah. In the uh, what's his face? The pilot came back at some point. He was like, "Oh, there's a hurricane oh, yeah. coming. So you better be careful." And they're like, "Oh, we'll be fine."
1: <laughs> yep. Ha ha ha. Famous last words. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. and so then Kay has this dream the next morning that um. Her husband is in bed And she just And there's like All this like sa- saxophone music Like this like Really sexy saxophone music There's and she some starts, really like, Soapy in this yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah She's making out With a severed
1: head His lips and are moving his, his eyes bleed And then his yeah. mouth bleeds And then she takes off The covers And she sees It's just a decapitated head And she's like Oh no
0: they had like a little sex scene earlier too that was kind of like really soapy and they had the saxophones going uh the score is really like lush
1: and it's orchestral which in these days you didn't really get much like the friday the 13th had one but most of the other ones were kind of more synthy so it's an interesting choice um yeah
0: this is more toward the kind of pino Danajo-ish. oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah
1: absolutely and uh, and so she's like freaking out and she's like, where's my husband? Where's my husband? And, and of course, her brother and sister-in-law are just like, it's fine. He's probably just exploring. And so then there's like a 20 minute chunk where they just go exploring. <laughs> All of them just kind of yeah. go off on their own and do nothing of note, really, except that um, Kay discovers this rundown theater where she's had a dream about it b- before and she's like, that's weird. This looks like the place I in my I have dream. a dream. A dream about you, abandoned theater. <laughs> and she walks in and she's like, this is really creepy. And then all of a sudden she discovers this decapitated body that's hanging above her. And it's the body of her husband. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And then she tells the others and... It, What's good is that they actually discover it themselves and they realize that there's something up here. So, it's not like they go back and the body's gone and they're like, okay, you're just so silly and crazy. Take your meds, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, they mm-hmm. are like, okay, so clearly he's been killed. Who did it? What's going on here? This is not good. But then basically they just tell Kay to, like, stay in, stay in bed and go to sleep, which is not a good idea because when she sleeps, someone dies. Yeah. So... The, the the rain is still pouring the thunder's still going like crazy and she goes to sleep and that's when um her brother is out by the dock and he is attacked by like a flying fishing pole or something like a bunch of yeah, them coming like like yeah, a fishing hook just like drags him, him. Yeah,
0: yeah it's nasty, nasty
1: drags him to the, the ocean
0: and uh uh yeah and so that's the end of eric the brother he's he's gone
1: his wife goes to try to find him, and she ends up in, like, a tool shed where mm-hmm. she is pitchforked by this mm-hmm. unseen assailant. It's a nasty, yeah, in, scene. Impale, nasty scene. It is.
0: It's uh, yeah. some really great kind of suspense there, too. She's, like, mm-hmm. trying to escape, and uh, whatever creature or whatever comes up
1: behind her and yeah.
0: impales her with this pitchfork. And then she just it's starts intense. bleeding, and it's just,
1: That's It's yeah. nasty, nasty. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Kay wakes up the next morning, and she's like, where is everybody? Hmm. And she goes out for a walk and finds their corpses. And both of their cor- corpses do not look well. I mean, they look very nasty. They look There's very like corpsey, yeah. Spiders crawl, crawling on the sister-in-law. And like, yeah. And then her brother it looks like he's been in the water for, like, 15 years. He's all, like, shri- shriveled and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so now she's freaking out. And she runs back in into the house and, like, closes up all the windows and, like, locks herself in. And yeah. she makes a lot of coffee and she's just like preparing for the for the worst she tries to keep herself awake by like smoking cigarettes and put it put it putting them out on her on her hand you know like just Mm -hmm. all kinds of crazy stuff and then she hears she hears a door opening and this hand comes through the door but the refrigerator's blocking it and so she grabs a knife and like stabs the hand and the guy like runs away and she's like, about bitch
0: why doesn't he ever talk he could yeah, be, like, be like hey, hey me, why'd you stab pilot. me it's just your he, pilot friend it's just your pilot instead he just like tries to get at her and it's like yeah. what the fuck oh, is my, going on well, here i don't know.
1: so that's why i'm thinking maybe he is the killer i don't know i mean he seems yeah, a little sketchy he's, maybe he's he is. mute i don't know yeah. yeah it's weird like you, you were talking a lot before what happened yeah, uh, yeah unless he's possessed by the slayer is it a possession could movie, be. maybe possibly right. i don't know who knows Many it's kind of a mysterious movie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so then he comes in from the front door, but she gets a flare gun, and she <laughs> shoots him, and he catches on fire. F- I love a flare gun as a weapon. I do I just too. That's, a, that's, that's great. <laughs> but the problem is, is he catches on fire, which c- catches the rest of the house on fire. Yeah. So she has really... to like think that through, a yeah. <laughs> bookcase to get out. And when she opens the door, this f- crazy creature is just in the front door. Like all like, I'm going to eat you. This like skeletal creature from the black lagoon. Yeah, like, it's it's kind of creepy it's, looking.
0: It's uh pretty fucking creepy, And I, I don't like that. They put it on the front of the blu-ray. Cause like, I, I like that they wait until the end to show you. So I
1: like the reveal. Yeah. But then there's more because she wakes up and she's a child and she's with her family and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, hey, it's Christmas morning. Um, we got you this kitty." And what we've discovered previously is that mm-hmm. back in the day, she got this gift of a cat and a few weeks later the cat turned up dead in the freezer. Yeah. And so it's implied that the slayer got to it or maybe it was her, who knows? Yeah. But what whatever happened is about to happen for real. Yeah, and possibly then it just ends. or
0: it's yeah we're left with a lot of questions it's like is this yes. actually going to happen or is this just some dream she had as a kid and yeah. this whole thing we're actually just seeing her kid dream or it could be a premonition of you know what's know. gonna actually happen in the future Ooh. which is kind of implied but we don't know
1: yeah that's what i always thought i always thought it was like a premonition d- dream of what's gonna happen which makes it so much more depressing it does <laughs> it's like, yeah it's like just you wait kiddo yeah <laughs> like,
0: yeah, it's like it could be either of those things, really. It's, like, it could be... It could, I would assume that, too, that it's, like, you know, her having a premonition of what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but it could also just be her having a bad dream, and she's waking up from yeah. a bad dream, and it's, like, we don't know. It's,
1: like, a really um, fucked-up version of the ending of The Wizard of Oz, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, like...
0: Yeah. Yeah, did, ugh, did it all happen, sad. or did it not happen? You
1: know? No. know. Um, so is it going to happen? You're so mysterious playing these games, The Slayer.
0: Yeah. It's mm. a little, like... um. Lake Mungo, which kind of plays with this yeah, as well in terms that. of, yeah. like, the the daughter is, like, having these premonitions of her death, and then it mm-hmm. kind of... I guess I don't want to spoil too much, but... Um, yeah. If yeah, you haven't seen Lake things,
1: Mungo, yeah. we highly recommend it.
0: Yeah, yes. If you have the means, I highly recommend Lake Mungo.
1: <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is a, a very interesting film, especially for the time when it was mostly, like, a bunch of teens being sliced and diced. This, this has, like a yeah. more mature cast, more, like, they seem like they're about like 35 ish, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's interesting to see that. And uh, it's, it's a little more adult, a little more sophisticated.
0: Yeah, it wasn't exactly playing to what was popular. So I can understand why it wasn't, you know, big mm-hmm. hit at the time. But yeah. um, in retrospect, it's a very interesting little movie. And I think definitely Um had it come out a few years earlier, I think it probably would have been a little more successful than it was. Um, yeah, but I don't know.
1: This is a movie um, that, like, I could see stumbling upon late at night on TV as a kid and just being, like, enraptured with, like, just absolutely yeah. fast fascinated by. Yeah, totally. But I don't, I don't think it ever really played on TV much. It, it wasn't – it's just – it's been so yeah. obscure. That's our way
0: of saying go check it out because it's out yes. there. Yes. Uh,
1: Thank you, Arrow Video, for bringing it to light.
0: Also, I didn't catch this, but Wikipedia says that each of the characters foreshadow, foreshadow their deaths with some dialogue earlier in the movie – I don't remember that, but I don't either. um, I guess next time I will be on the lookout for that.
1: What do they say? Like, oh, my neck really hurts, and then he gets decapped. I don't remember. I don't don't understand.
0: Yeah, anything like that, but I don't know.
1: You hooked me like a fish in the sea, baby. Like, what? I don't remember these lines.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Stick a fork in
1: me. I'm done.
0: Yeah. He might have talked about fishing. I don't really remember, though. Yeah. I don't.
1: Hmm. Oh, well, he does like to fish. Yeah. He's, so he's excited that's... because they're like, did you bring your fishing pole? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I did. So maybe. I guess that's sort of. But then what does she
0: say? I don't remember her don't saying know. anything about like getting forked so. or getting no. stabbed or.
1: I know she talks mm. a lot about how she misses sidewalks. That's really. Yeah. It. She's like, I miss sidewalks. I'm like, you're maybe really exciting. Something about food. Maybe. I don't I don't, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well now i'm gonna have to watch it and think about that i but.
1: know <laughs> layers once again these oh, layers, layers. of these movies mm-hmm.
0: yeah that wraps up uh this this uh
1: series by the of films, c right? month yes. by the c month which is we're crazy. moving on mm-hmm.
0: um we do have one bonus patreon episode on friday but this is the end of our regular series for this month uh do we have some overlook gems
1: yeah sure um how about a little motion picture called Don't Open the Door? I love um, don't. I don't. I, I love a title that has don't because I'm like, mm-hmm, because you say don't, I'm going to want to do it. Like, if yeah, you don't want me to course. go in the basement, just like, don't tell me not to. Because I'm now I'm right, like, what's exactly. in the basement? Like, like, you're hiding something from me. Okay. I'm going in the fucking basement now. This, this movie is actually from the maker of Don't Look in the Basement. Um, so I'm sensing a trend here. And it's a Texas filmmaker named S.F. Brownrig, and he made these, like, very, like, low-budget films. And this one is about a young lady who returns home to care for her ailing grandmother and starts to get these weird, obscene phone calls. And in the past, her mother died under mysterious circumstances. She was murdered, and she thinks the murderer might be coming after her. It's, like, this very soap opera-esque thriller movie it's very it's hard to describe but Mm. it it has a mood and it has a point of view and i like it well
0: that's all it needs exactly (laughs) well good 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 uh so you're telling everyone don't watch this so don't watch watch it (laughs) it. don't
1: open that door (laughs) if you're allergic to a good time (laughs) although it is a very slow movie so if you don't like slow stuff then don't do it Literally, do not open the door if you don't like slow movies. Close <laughs> close that door. Lock it. Deadbolt it.
0: Sign, seal, deliver.
1: Yes. It's not I'm, yours. I'm yours. <laughs> yeah. It's not yours.
0: Um, I got uh, Fire in the Sky from 1993.
1: Um, oh, yeah. That so was always is on is sci-fi that. back in the day.
0: It is. It's kind of another one that's um more thriller than straight-out horror. But when it goes mm-hmm. to horror, it's like... Really fucking intense. Um, There's a whole sequence Mm. that the film is known for, and uh, some of the just fucking creepiest shit I've seen on film, and it's Mm. uh, just like really one extended sequence, but it's enough for me to kind of recommend the film, really. So it's in 1975, you got this group of five men who are driving home from work, and they see a mysterious light, and then they go check it out, only to be sucked up, for one of the guys to be sucked up into a flying saucer. And the other four men report the strange event, but um, everyone's skeptical that it actually happened, And it becomes this whole big town-wide scandal thing. And uh, it's got some kind of fun town with the secret vibes. I love a quirky small town where, like, people just trying to figure something out. And all the weird characters in the town, you know, always fun. Um, It's got kind of a Stephen King-esque vibe to it, too, in that that regard. Um, It feels very much in that early 90s thriller uh, drama vibe. Um, But, yeah, uh, it's kind of some X-Files influence as well. It drags a bit in some of the, there's some courtroom stuff and some of the, uh, uh, just dialogue between the townspeople. But like I said, when it goes to the horror places, it's really fucking creepy and, uh, it's worth checking out. There's a Blu-ray out there. I think it might be out of print now, but I'm sure it's out there in other places. So, um, worth checking out. Fire in the sky.
1: City on fire. City on fire. Fire. Mischief. Mischief. (laughs) Mischief.
0: Um, would you like to tell our listeners what we are doing next month?
1: Yes, I would. We're having possession month. <laughs> ah. I'm sorry. Could could you say that again? We're having Regan, possession month. <laughs> People that are possessed. It's 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 a wide sub genre, and mm-hmm. we were just talking, and we we're like, we haven't done like a possession month, and we're like, that sounds like yeah. fun because there's so many mm-hmm. good ones. And there's also so many bad ones and and so many that are just off the wall and crazy. And we're mostly going to focus on the ones that are a little more off the wall. And I hope you come along for the journey because it's going to be a good time. Yeah. After
0: this kind of slow burn cerebral month, we were like, let's do something just kind of fucking crazy. Yeah. Just uh, why not? Because August is always like, what the fuck do we do? And, you know, exactly. it just felt like the thing to do.
1: You know, It's a good time month- for your mother to suck cocks in hell. We discovered so.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, studies have shown that it is the best time of the year for <laughs> the best that. To time happen. For your
1: mother to suck cocks. At all.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, the studies are a little inconclusive, but they do point to that. Yeah. that conclusion. There. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> that's what I've read in my research. That's what read. Yes, <laughs> yes. In,
0: in the Journal of uh, Cock Sucking,
1: <laughs> aka my twenties. I don't know that. <laughs> aka
0: my 20s. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> only in minneapolis st Paul.
0: uh i yeah oh jeez, <laughs> it's gonna be a fucking crazy month it's uh, gonna be
1: these movies are absolutely insane so yeah. i hope you i hope you bring your barf bags because yeah
0: buckle up kiddos <laughs> it's gonna get
1: wild There's green vomit and heads turning and hopefully you stick with us stuff.
0: and uh Cause we got some, we got some good stuff planned for the rest of the year too. So at least True. for up through October anyway, we got some yeah. good stuff planned. Um, then we don't know what the hell we're doing. We don't know after that, but uh, we'll see.
1: We'll um, make it up as we go.
0: Yeah. We're good at that.
1: As we tend to do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Yeah. As always, you know, follow us. Why not?
1: Yeah. What do you have better to
0: do? Why Exactly. Not?
1: Just, just give us we're a not, little like. We're not going to lead you into some cult. Like, don't worry. Yeah. No. We're not, not Nexium or something. We're we're not harmless. Like
0: some podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> you know who you're talking list. about. You, you know who they are.
1: Cult leaders. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
0: But yeah, you can find us on Facebook and uh, Instagram. No, Facebook and Twitter. Why I've done this a million times and I keep screwing them up. Like Facebook and Twitter it's at so hohh confusing. podcast and Instagram at homos on haunted hill. You yes. can find us on Letterboxd at podcast. You can leave us a review on iTunes. We would love that. Please Indeed. feel free to do that. Just be yes. nice. You know, yeah. you know. Don't be, be a kind. Dbag Be kind, rewind, you know. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, let's see if we have a little Patreon shout out for today while we're thinking about it. Uh, let's give a shout out to Thomas Espy. Hi, Thomas. Hi,
1: Thomas.
0: One of our Cult of Isaac members. Also very um, active on our social medias. So, hi, Thomas. Thanks so much for following us and supporting us. It we appreciate it
1: very much. Mm-hmm.
0: We love all of our Patreon listeners. We do. Uh, but today it's all about Thomas. So thank you, Thomas.
1: <laughs> I don't care for Job. <laughs> I don't care
0: for Job. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, as always, you can <laughs> join us on Patreon if you want some, as I'm dying over here. Um, we have... You know, we do listener polls every once in a while. We have bonus episodes. We release what our film calendar is going to be for the month. So there's, you know, we try to give you some little perks and make it worth your indeed. while. Mm-hmm. Um Yes, indeed. And like we said, we have a um, Patreon episode coming up this Friday, which I guess we can tell you what it is. It's a cycle beach party, right? Ah, Charles da, da.
1: Bush. Classic. Yes.
0: But yeah, I, it's another good kind of beach one. It's campy and it's fun and uh, great fucking late 90s, early 2000s cast. It's,
1: mm-hmm. um, early show. Amy Adams and, and Lauren Ambrose. Lauren Ambrose Wonderful. and uh,
0: Nicholas Brendan from Buffy. And um, yeah. There's a whole uh, bunch of cast cast members in there. Um, So yeah, uh, consider becoming a Patreon member if you have the means. Um, and yeah, I guess we will... Be back next week with our first possession movie.
1: We will. Yes. Beware. Beware. Harmony. Minnie. Joe M. Maybe that should be our Patreon film. Maybe for that next should month. be the camp <laughs> just for the one scene. The house, funny. <laughs> Melody.
0: Uh... <laughs> the best. The best thing in the movie is it's just her and um, Emma. Um, oh yeah just like freestyling for like five minutes and emma's just like describing like yeah we could go outside and we could like we could like throw our shoes <laughs> yeah. over like this like over some poles and like it could get stuck up there and it'd be like it'd be like so cool and she is just staring there the, the whole time Anna, and then just takes a, a full beat and it's just like or we could not do that <laughs> or, or we could just go do something else like
1: uh, that was the film when I knew Emma Stone will be a star. I was it's like, like "Who's this girl? She's two amazing." Two of the
0: greatest com- like modern comedian actress, like funniest oh, actresses, heaven. like just playing off each other. It's it's that amazing. Movie is
1: heaven on a stick. Oh, that movie it's
0: so good, God. It's
1: so good. But yeah, so uh, go watch that in the meantime, y'all. Go, <laughs> go watch the house. Buddy. We're gonna peace out. And yeah, yeah. Let, we'll, we'll, let,
0: we'll let you do that. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Okay. All right.
1: Bye.
0: Bye.